welcome to Desert Island Events, the event industry's creative podcast in which we talk to event professionals about their dream event. I'm your host, Nani Cameron, and joining me on the island today is Emily Hume, events producer at Make Events, UK Events and Partnerships Director at the Female Hospitality Network, and Conference News 30 Under 30 Cohort of 2020. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show, Emily. Hi, thanks so much for having me. It's great to have you on the show. First of all, congratulations on being named CN30 Under 30, an incredible achievement. How does that feel? Oh, thank you. Do you know what? It's a little bit of happiness in a crazy world right now. And I think, like, obviously we see the announcements as event professionals every single year. And you always think, oh, maybe one year that could be me. And this year was really pushed by a lot, a lot of people to sort of go for it. Um, A couple of people nominated me and I thought, do you know what? If you don't, if if you're not in it, you can't win it kind of thing. Um, It's really nice just to be recognised. And I know sort of personally how far I've come in three years that to now actually have somebody else recognise it is really special. It does mean a lot. I think I'm definitely in that group, as you said, if you're not in it. Even this year, looking at it, thinking I should do it. And then just in the end, I just didn't do it. You can't, you can't win it if you don't put yourself forward or so definitely I'd say it to anybody like if you're not going to be your own cheerleader then no one else will so you need to, you need to take the plunge and start start singing for yourself. <laughs> yeah absolutely that's really great advice so just quickly for our listeners who don't know you can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your career? Yeah so I am um, an event producer for Make Events. I started there three years ago as an event assistant. I've been in sort of venue finding roles and hospitality roles prior to that um, and then in three years really worked my way up um, to event producer. There I'm responsible for looking after our clients, coming up with creative proposals um, and then it's actually been obviously in this time we've done I mean if anybody's on social media they've probably seen make events is pivot strategy that we've done so I, I stayed in the business throughout all of furlough um, and supported on that going in the transition into virtual um, and now helping our clients transition into that world as well. Fantastic so going straight into the reason why we are here now as an events producer please tell us what would be your dream event? So um, it's so hard for me to pin down what my dream event is and when like you asked me to be on the podcast I was like I really try to have a think about it and I actually spoke to somebody else and said oh I just can't get my head around what my dream event would be because in my role that I do I'm really fortunate that I get to do my dream events so it's for me if I have there's somebody I really want to work with or a venue that I really want to host an event or anything like that I just put it forward to clients and encourage them and because I believe in it so much it's an easy sell to go yeah come on let's you should have this person host your event or you should so for me the dreams are more around sort of the brands the opportunities of people that I'd get to work with and just that ongoing like I literally have a dream wall of I want all these people (laughs) that I want to host that event I want to do it there I want to and it's just a ongoing list that I kind of use to put forward to to clients. So very much for we basically have a big party theme going on here with everyone you would want to involve and invite. Yeah definitely I think well for me I like there's two styles of events that I'm really passionate about personally if I was to sort of choose a dream and it would always be a huge celebratory event like whatever happens people dancing on tables for me is just a positive in any scenario obviously removing health and safety that probably be part of my dream event 
like we'll just relax. I was about to say there's no health (laughs) and safety here so we're okay. Um, But yeah celebrate it and then also sort of anything that's motivational and inspirational are sort of they're the events I always want to attend. Like obviously there's great other events out there like I'm not knocking conferences and things like that but for me the ones that I love to produce the most are parties also I like them live none of this I love virtual don't get me wrong but it's got to be live and you've got to be dancing on those tables yeah I don't think it has the same effect when you do it virtually no when it's just you on your coffee table at home it's definitely not the same <laughs> and there's been a few Friday nights in lockdown I'm sure there'll be more in the second round <laughs> I'm sure there was definitely a lot of people doing that at the start of zoom quizzes and Friday night drinks <laughs> definitely definitely but yeah my dream event is definitely so like I said it's really hard to pin it down in terms of what that creative looks like and what that theme looks like because I am in that really fortunate position in my role that I get to make that happen so for example like I I in January this year I had the dream that I really wanted to work with Dermot O'Leary and I wanted to put on like a music festival style of event like with a seated dinner so it's almost like you've got that music vibe with a corporate dinner still where you got good food good drink and it wasn't sort of like everybody rammed into a room dancing in like two meters of space you still had the the dinner aspect and I was really fortunate I got to put that on it was so because that was my dream and I wanted to make it happen and I was very fortunate that I had a client that wanted to go with it So bearing in mind, this is Desert Island events. We don't have to say motivational events and parties are two separate things. We can just combine them both together. It's true, but I always find drink and motivation tends to sort of go a bit wayward. (laughs) (laughs) Anything is possible, but I think for me, to be honest, like I love the motivation, I love to attend them. But I think if I was going for my dream, we would go all out party and it's party hard until (laughs) 6am. Okay, fantastic. And give us some brands that you'd love to throw a celebration for. Or maybe it doesn't even have to be a brand. Maybe you just want to throw a celebration for yourself. (laughs) This is me. (laughs) Just a this is me party note. Um, Some of the brands that I really would love to work with. um, Again, some of them I've been really lucky to to work with myself. So... I would have said sort of three years ago, I'd love to do something for Coronation Street because I am like the biggest Coronation, like the biggest fan ever. Love it. As a Southerner, I know I don't really sound like a Southerner anymore. In fact, I'm so obsessed with Coronation Street. Like when we moved to Manchester, I was like, these places are actually real because I didn't (laughs) know. So like doing something then would have been one of my biggest dreams, but I'm really lucky that I got to do that. I think if this sounds so cliche, but I would love to do sort of like the fashion show combined with a party for those big, big brands like your Louis, your Chanel's, like the Dior's, the big ones that sort of are so aspirational and they do such incredible things. But I'd love it to be, I don't know if any, if you've watched Emily in Paris. Yeah. If you haven't. Oh my God, anybody who's not watched Emily in Paris, do it in a day. It was the best day off I ever took (laughs) and just binge watch the entire thing. But just the whole like gorilla events where it's just like a pop up and it's just crazy and you don't know what's going to happen. I feel like fashion gives you so much opportunity for that anyway, because like there's so much like excitement about what's going to come out anyway, that just really like shocking people. I think that's part of the dream as well, to shock wherever you can. 
Um, but I'd say, yeah, those dream brands we put out there are, are definitely those big fashion ones for me that I'd love, absolutely love to work with. So again, very much haute couture. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay, fantastic. So I know you're not going to give me one answer here, but I'm still <laughs> going to ask you, what are a couple of venues that you would love to host this party at? Do you know, I actually have got one answer. Oh. There is one venue that I am absolutely obsessed with and anybody that's worked with me knows it. And I actually used to work there on the reception. So I, it's called Time, as in like the herb time, not time time. Um, and it's in the Cotswolds. And if anyone can go, like I couldn't recommend this place strongly enough. I think in terms of event catering, in terms of the atmosphere, in terms of the staff I mean I don't wear them anymore <laughs> but I just can't like the owner is just such an inspiration the whole venue is just incredible so it's got it's a farmhouse kind of vibe so she actually like so she lives in the manor house and the farm the farmhouse was going it all needed restoring and things and she's won awards for the restoration of of it she owns a local pub as well so it's like a village within a village it's like the best way to describe it I actually think that is their marketing tagline as well but I just can't sing the praises about this place enough and since when I worked there it had just opened up as a hotel it used to be sort of cottages it used to be able to rent out and it had just opened up as a hotel and we had I think it was like 12 rooms there is now it, and it had an event space that was sort of like it was big enough I'd say for about 150 people but they'd only do things for 40 so it was just so exclusive and it was so beautiful and it's got old charisma but modern charm I think is the best way like the rooms were designed by a set designer not an interior designer so it's got a whole new perspective on what it looks like and the food is like second to none like I used to love it when there were events on and I'd get an extra plate of food it's just like the like you saw I mean some of the things they'd slow cook the I did like a ragu that had been slow cooked and I'd smell I've smelt it for like two days straight and would finally get to eat it but there's so much care and attention to detail and things like that at the, at the, at the place the magic touches throughout it um like no expense is spared it's all about the customer experience and I think that's something I'm so passionate about and like I said, I've worked there and I can't fault one thing about it. I think normally when you work somewhere, you don't want to eat there or you don't want to, like you see the behind the scenes and you're like, oh God, no. Whereas for me, I'm like, I love it even more. And since I've left, actually, the chef is the owner's son. It's a proper family business that has, they've now got a spa. They've now got an outdoor pool. They've now got, I mean, it's honestly like not, I don't recognize, I just don't recognize the hotel anymore. It's just evolved so much and it is so beautiful. And I'd love to do something there. I'd love to go back as an event. So I've come so far in my career as well. There's that dream of, they were so supportive of me. And I have gone back and seen the owner since working at Make Events, but to actually put an event on there and go look at this is just something I'd love to do. Okay, that's brilliant. Next, what would be the theme of your event? Do you have a particular style or theme going on in mind for this celebration? Do you know, it's really, for me, I'm really passionate about bringing a theme to life. It doesn't really necessarily matter what that theme is. So for example, I've done like a sport theme, which I'm just as excited about as I am doing a, but I think for me, I love beauty in terms of like, I want everything to look crisp and beautiful. I am not somebody that's mad on colour, which in events I know like is a bit 
like we need something bright and bold but just checking that you work for make events they are bright <laughs> and bold right <laughs> no, I am literally like if you walk into my house we've I've actually just got rid of a coffee table that, that was Louis Vuitton because I was like oh it's got a bit too much color in it and we've gone for a monochrome <laughs> cover now like there is not green is about like in terms of fake plants about as much as we've got like everything is monochrome and I just love that beauty and that simplicity. So I would say almost, and I'm not talking white party, like I'm not talking sort of that Marbella vibe. I am talking that gorgeous, crisp, everything is almost clinical with that pop of like eucalyptus, ivy, like that is my, like that clinical crisp and white color scheme that with natural tones in there. So for example, like I love long tables instead of round tables, things like that, that that would be my way of bringing it to life. It's a really good thing as well if you're working for a fashion brand as it doesn't distract or take away from the main event and attraction when you have such a nice neutral and crisp theme running throughout the event and the main focus is on the fashion. It's it's about, like, I love seeing a theme come to life. Like, I really love it. And when you're you're in that room and you just see it all come together, so you've got your flowers with your table centres, with your, even your, tables like we've done an event where that we had gold tables specifically made to bring the theme in and when you see all those little touches come together and it creates this overall theme that's amazing but for me there's beauty and simplicity that's what I really do believe in and I mean that's like my house but it's not to everyone's taste totally know that um but yeah that beauty and simplicity is something that will probably be the theme like beauty and simplicity held at time my gorgeous fashion show with the absolute after party of all after parties <laughs> nailed it <laughs> yay okay so you mentioned and um, we did touch upon this slightly earlier but let's go more into the catering and the drinks so what would be your favorite food to serve at this event so i i'm actually so i'm vegetarian so I would want food that everyone eats the same. And I know that anybody that eats meat hates that. Like, I know that. But I want to show the beauty in that food, which, again, is where it ties in with the venue really nicely because everything they serve is from the land. So they have their own gardens where they... So say, for example, tomatoes aren't in season. You're not getting tomatoes at your breakfast. Simple as, because they're not in season, you can't have it. So that whole kind of from the land... but. I like unexpected things. So, like, I'm a massive, massive lover of Heston Blumenthal because you bite into a tomato and it's actually an orange or just that whole... I like shock factor things. Um, So I'd want everything really seasonal. Like Again, it's simplicity. That's what it really does come down to. And it's not... It's kind of how I approach every event anyway is not overthinking it too much, not going into, like... Because as soon as you start to overthink, it then becomes a bit like not authentic it becomes false so that beautiful simplicity and it needs to feed people there is nothing worse than people being hungry I don't care if there's skinny models on the catwalk I want people to eat proper food um and it to be like proper wow twist things on its head but yeah I think I, I'm a big believer that now vegetarian food has come so far that you can have a really amazing vegetarian meal 
and not feel like you've missed out. Like no goat's cheese, no beetroot and no mushroom risotto. That is for me a big no-no. As soon as I see them, I'm like, oh, here we go again. So just give me please something that is like so creative and so different. What is your favorite dish? For me to eat personally? Yeah. Ooh, oh, it's so hard. I am, a, even though I'm a vegetarian, I'm a big, big foodie. Um, I love a roast dinner without the meat because thank god like bisto beef gravy saved me from when I went vegetarian if I couldn't have gravy in my life then I literally wouldn't have been able to do it so uh, that's but and it has to be cooked by my mum it definitely has to be cooked by my mum my mum to me like is home it's it's that feeling of when you bite into it it feels like home and my mum luckily I grew up with a mum that could cook Um, But she's by no means this Michelin star chef that can like whack up something incredible. She is still very like it's home cooked food. It's mum food. Yeah. That's probably my my favourite dish is like when I go home to my mum and I get my mum's food. I'm going home. Yeah. Roast dinners are also one of my favourite dishes as well. I know that my friends and I at uni and even after in adult life have come together, made giant Yorkshire puddings with a jug of gravy and just sat there watching films whilst we eat Yorkshire puddings and gravy. Yeah, that's the lazy version. And also, have you ever had them with jam and sugar? Yorkshire pudding with jam and sugar. So my nan... My nana always used to get, and then my mum obviously gave it to us as kids with the leftover Yorkshire puddings as desserts with jam and sugar. And everyone thinks it's like the weirdest thing in the world because it's like, it's a savoury thing. Why are you having it sweet? But it's just like a pancake. It's honestly, jam and sugar on a Yorkshire pudding is the best thing on a Sunday after your roast dinner. Just because like, you've obviously not had enough Yorkshire puddings already. You need a few more. I was going to say, there's normally no Yorkshire puddings <laughs> at all left over. <laughs> But I'll try my best next time. Oh, no. it's And I think that, that's actually, like, when it comes... I don't like anything that I know has been pre-prepared sort of thing. Like, I like everything really fresh. I like, And I know with mass catering to some element, you have to pre-prepare. Like, I'm not saying that. But, like, for example, like, store-bought pastry. Or, like, I want everything homemade. Um, and I'm a big believer in that. But seasonal and homemade. And you can't go wrong. Great. And what about drinks? Do you have any drink brands or any even bars that you'd love to bring on board and incorporate with this event? Margaritas. Just serve margaritas. You don't need anything other than a margarita in your life. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is going wrong and margarita can definitely save it. Um, And the other thing that 100% I could not do a celebratory party without. And anybody who has... So, Laura... Um, who used to work at Make Events, she changed my life quite literally when we were on a Hindu for another one of the um, event producers. And she was like, guys, you need to have tequila with pineapple juice. And I was like, tequila and pineapple, like do a shot of tequila and then a shot of pineapple juice. Like, I don't like tequila. No, I'm not doing that. And she was like, no, this will change your life. And since then, it's now a staple at any Make Events <laughs> get together. You can't like anywhere I go, I'm like, it has to be tequila and pineapple. I turn up, I turned up at my friend's Hindu who has got nothing to do with my life of make events, just from school with a bottle of pineapple juice and a bottle of tequila. I was like, right, party's here, let's go. Um, so it's got to be margaritas, tequila and pineapple. So I suppose I need to get like Patron or something in for, for my event if we're going sort of highbrow. 
I've never actually heard that one before, but I really like tequila with Tabasco and orange. So replace the salt and lime wedges with Tabasco Ooh. and orange slices. That's a good one. Do you like spicy food? It's not too spicy is at it all. It's okay. a really lovely combination. So that is one for you to try. But I order plain at Nando's, so it might be too spicy <laughs> for me. But I will try it because I never thought... And, and I was actually at a wedding for 30 people not that long ago. And everyone was like, no, I don't drink tequila. I don't drink tequila. I was like, come on, just everyone stop me mowing. Have a tequila and pineapple. And it changed their life. I'm sure it's So when we all get to me, when lockdown is over, you bring the pineapple <laughs> juice and I'll bring the Tabasco and orange. <laughs> well, honestly, anyone that's ever gone on any form of night out with me since that um, incredible Hendy with Laura has had a tequila and pineapple. <laughs> Fabulous. And then finally, well, I say finally, but it's probably not the last question. What about the entertainment? Because I know you have worked with a lot of your dream entertainers already, but who would you like to have at this party in particular? So in terms of, um, well, this person does not fit in with absolutely anything to do with this event. But again, anyone that knows me will know who I'm going to say that I need at this party. And I'm obsessed with Philip Schofield. Like, obsessed. Have been for as long as I can remember. I just absolutely love that man. Um, like, too much love him like actually if we did have him on an event and make events it might I might actually not be I'd cry I couldn't do um and he is literally like when people talk about their, their bucket list and they're talking like Beyonce and things like that and I'm like Philip Schofield is all I need in my life um so I mean he can host it and Holly Willoughby can join him that's fine um it doesn't go in any form of what the rest of the event is like but that's okay I'm all right with that um and then in terms of actual like entertainment and things like that, I think there's two things that I'd, I'm a massive lover of country music. So I used to live in the States and um, my car actually wouldn't change radio stations. It was some beat up old <laughs> Mustang, but I don't care because it sounds cool that I owned a Mustang at one point in my life. Um, but the fact that the air conditioning didn't work, the windows didn't go down and it was absolutely horrendous. Um is nothing to, but in the the it was stuck on a country music station. It used to go turn your knobs to bar, and it was just when I first got it, I was like, oh god. And now I'm absolutely obsessed with country music. I like, love it. Don't listen to anything else. Um, and so therefore, I, there's two massive country artists. Like everyone's probably heard of Carrie Underwood. If you don't listen to country music. Um, you may not have heard of Miranda Lambert, but they are both two people that I am absolutely, like, I'm obsessed with to the point where, like, my boyfriend does not listen to country music. He's the complete opposite. But when they come over, he just sucks it up and accepts that he has to come and listen. So I would definitely have them perform. Um, and the other thing I would love to do is one of my closest friends um, is an absolutely incredibly talented singer. She's in that world right now where she can't perform um she's managed to get around it in a couple of ways but ultimately she'd normally be singing around the world on a cruise ship or performing at Archer Street she's absolutely phenomenal so um I would love my one of my best friends Lottie Boyd to perform at one of my events because she is like there's something like 
events sharing events with people that you really care about is something so special and I think when it comes to like guest list and things like that I'd love my family to attend an event that I've put on one day um obviously it's in the in the industry that I'm in I'm doing events for corporate companies so them to attend one of my events is unlikely um so I'd really like to make that happen do that or um and have like my best friends see what I actually do because I think they all just think I just drink Prosecco and tequila and pineapple all day and I don't actually do any work which someday that's okay but um I'd love and, and and they're so supportive they've always been like I said they may not even know what I do but they're so passionate and like I've had messages off them saying congratulations and they don't even know what CN30 under 30 even means <laughs> but they know that it's an achievement and they're super proud so um yeah that would definitely be it in terms of I'd want I'd want my best friend singing I think that's going to be moving on to the final question <laughs> maybe but um who would you like to have as guests at your event yeah, it is really like those people that have shaped and determined my career so far. Like, I get such incredible messages off people a lot of the time on social media saying, like, that I've really inspired them, which for me is just like ridiculous. I'm like, I'm just blagging or winging this every single day. And I don't know what I'm doing. And you probably know more than me. And, um, but those people that have shaped my career and made me who I am, I'd love to have that. And that includes also. The people that have put me down at certain points and go no look at me look what I've done and and but also those people like I said Karen the owner of time is somebody who just always believed in me and she's always said such lovely things about me and so I definitely would want her there sort of some of the management that I work with in the states my best friends my and and sharing what I love to do with the people that I love the most and the people that have helped me be where I am, that, that would be like a massive thing for me. And with Philip Schofield. And Philip Schofield. But he's VIP. Like everyone actually, <laughs> I don't need anyone else on the guest list, just Philip Schofield. <laughs> this is an extravagant dinner for two. <laughs> I like how we've just gone from talking about how much you love your friends and family to no oh, yeah. just Philip oh, Schofield. Oh god, yeah, throw them all under a bus for Philip. <laughs> <laughs> please let us know what they say when they do hear this oh they know they wouldn't even be surprised (laughs) (laughs) fantastic and then is there anything that we haven't spoken about or touched upon that you'd love to have at your event not Philip Schofield or pineapple juice because I think we've covered that (laughs) I don't I don't think so I think in terms, like I said, dream events are always like a really hard one for me because I'm really fortunate that I do get to make this happen. And I do actually believe one day I will work with Philip Schofield because it is a reality. I've got clients with the budget that want a really good host. Um, and like I, he does corporate hosting. So it's something that's quite real and achievable as much as I joke about it. Like I would love to do it. And I think any dream event, like, we talk about it as if like it can't happen but there's actually no reason why it can't like I just say stick it down and just why not like I bet the people that work with Beyonce never thought they'd work with Beyonce and I bet the people that or they're pinching themselves still that they do they had it written down they made it happen and now they're like oh my gosh I actually managed to make this happen I didn't actually think I'd do it and I have so like let's just do it like if we want to put it on we're event professionals we know what we're doing we know it'd be a good event like just do it let's find a way and and if you say for example 
we've got it in our team. I know that some of the other team, they've got different, they might not want to work with Philip Schofield, but they like Helen loves Gordon Ramsay. And like Joel is the biggest Liverpool fan that I know. And so he wants to work with Liverpool Football Club. So as a team, just work together and make it happen as well. So if I, if I get the opportunity to put Gordon Ramsay forward, I'm doing it for Helen and I will get her there on the day and things like that. So Absolutely. It's definitely about knowing your goals. And if you think about it, there's definitely going to be an events boom after COVID is over. So hopefully all of these dreams will be coming true very, very soon. Yes. If anyone has an event for Philip Schofield, then just get in touch. Even if you don't want make events to work on it, I'll just come. I'll just attend. <laughs> I'm just here for an invite, basically. Yeah. <laughs> just putting it out there, giving it to the universe. Come on, make it happen. <laughs> well, that sounds like an incredible event. Thank you so much for joining us, Emily, and sharing your event with us today. Oh, thank you so much. And I really enjoyed it. And everything you're doing is really amazing. And like, you should be really proud of yourself to come up with this concept in, in such a crazy time. I know like people are speaking really highly of you on, in the industry. So Aww. well done. Thank Aww. you. Thank you so much. That is so lovely to hear. For people who want to get in touch with you and find out more about you, what's the best way to contact you or maybe find you online? So best thing like is Instagram. So just follow me. Um, it's EVH events. Just yeah, give me a follow. I mean, I, I don't really know what I'm saying with this because it just doesn't sound like me. But if there's anything you want to know, and I think just reach out to me if, if you want to, if you've got anything that there's a lot of people that have messaged me about virtual events because of the pivot that we've done in there. They don't need support from an agency. They just want advice. And I, I'm happy to help have a call with people. Um, if you've got any questions and just let me know. Um, or if you want to drop me an email, it's emily at makeevents.co.uk. And I am so like open to us just having a really strong industry after all of this. So please let me know if I can do anything for anyone. Thank you so much. And to find out more about Desert Island Events, you can check out our website, www.desertislandevents.com. Head to our Instagram at Desert Island Events, our Twitter at Desert Island E. We also have Facebook and LinkedIn. Don't forget to subscribe to Desert Island Events on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Thank you once again for joining us today, Emily. Brilliant. Thanks so much.